Fifteen years ago, Indiana Jones fans were left disappointed after Kingdom of the Crystal Skull released, leaving all of them wondering if this is how their beloved franchise was going to end. Years later, and after Disney purchased Lucasfilm, it was announced that Indy was coming back with his fifth movie, and it was going to be helmed by director James Mangold, who was responsible for great movies like Logan, Ford v Ferrari, Copland, and Walk the Line. So fans rejoiced and hope was in the air that one of pop culture's famed heroes was going to get the closure that he deserves. Which leads us to today, with Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny finally releasing in theaters and fans now faced with the question, is this the epic finale to an all-time favorite franchise that everybody has been waiting for? Looking for this all my life. I think the best way to describe my feelings of watching Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny is kind of like watching your parents age and get older. You remember them for all the things that they've done in the past, you know, their activity, their energy level, and then seeing them kind of slow down and get old really sucks. And it's, it's a bummer seeing that happen in front of your eyes. This is basically what I feel has happened now to the Indiana Jones franchise. And it's gotten to the point where it, it feels a bit tired and maybe it's really time to hang up the fedora, so to speak, and leave the franchise alone at this point. And it hurts me to say that so much because I love this franchise. I love Indiana Jones and the movies that we've had before. I do still feel like there's tons of potential to be had there, but to be clinging on to the nostalgia that is the Harrison Ford, Steven Spielberg, Indiana Jones franchise at this point is gonna leave us disappointed with every outing that they try to put out there. I feel like many of us have our preconceived notions and ideas in our heads on how the franchise should be handled, how the character should progress, and things that we should be seeing on the big screen. But of course, we are not the ones in Hollywood. We are not the ones doling out the big budgets and paying the paychecks and hiring the directors and hiring the writers and all that stuff. So we're left with what we're giving. And at this point, what we got was a bit underwhelming. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny is where we find daredevil archaeologist Indiana Jones racing against time to retrieve a legendary dial that can change the course of history. Accompanied by his goddaughter, he soon finds himself squaring off against Jürgen Wohler, a former Nazi who works for the NASA. I really hope I pronounced that name right. Now, I don't want to sound all negative here, you know, right now. So let's just start off with some of the things that I thought were fun and interesting. Because of my bias against the franchise, I will say that it was just fun seeing Harrison Ford come back as Indiana Jones. Every time he puts on that fedora, puts on that dusty old leather jacket and cracks that whip, it brings me back to my childhood, you know, and it makes me excited to see what he can do and the adventures that he finds himself in. It was great to see old characters like Sala show up. And I remember their interaction that they had like in Raiders and later on in movies like The Last Crusade. And it makes me appreciate that bond and friendship that they have together. I also appreciate that they tried to bring back Nazis into the fold because what's Indiana Jones if he's not fighting against the Nazis, right? I feel like that's one of the things that was kind of missing from Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And you know, moving on to the Russian threat and all that kind of felt weird or just something that we're not familiar with. So it was great that they attempted to bring that back. 
I also do have to kind of hand it off to James Mangold for not utilizing things like the volume too much in this movie. Yeah, there was CG utilized and, you know, I'll get into more of that a little bit later on, but at least it felt a little bit more grounded than seeing a whole bunch of CG computer animated monkeys flying through the forest or gophers kind of like looking at Indiana Jones all bewildered and stuff. Of course, gone are the days when practical effects and real sets and real props are far behind us. But I feel like just like Indiana Jones himself, those are all relics of the past. And once you lost that and once you start incorporating brand new technologies, then you lose that charm and you lose the spirit of Indiana Jones. So just like how Indiana Jones finds himself in these later on years with the world changing around him and people like Indiana Jones are no longer important or longer no longer needed, then I also feel like unfortunately the movies have gotten to this point as well and they have not done a good job at progressing the storytelling of Indiana Jones in these later on years of his life. And I don't want to necessarily blame James Mangold for all this. I think he tried his best in his own way. I don't know how much interference the studio had involved in all this or how effective was the writing and the script writing. One of the things that made uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull painful to watch and kind of feel very odd and different all through us because it went through so many different rewrites and iterations. I don't know the background behind this, but this is one of the times where I felt like, what if Spielberg directed this movie? Would it have been different? Wouldn't it have felt different? Would it have felt reminiscent to the movies that we grew up watching. Instead, we got James Mangold trying to reinvent something that was already perfected in the past. Yeah, he tried to put his little spin on it, but at the same time, I also felt like he was trying to mimic what he remembers of Indiana Jones before. And unfortunately, it just didn't work and it didn't feel right. And it just didn't feel the way an Indiana Jones movie is supposed to feel. At the end of the day, you could you can see that there is passion involved in making this movie. You see it from Harrison Ford and he tries his best to kind of portray the Indiana Jones that we grew up watching. The Indiana Jones that was put on screen and portrayed by the likes of Steven Spielberg and George Lucas really putting their work into these type of films. But after all that said and done, we're left with something that unfortunately didn't feel like Indiana Jones. Missing was the pulpiness, kind of like the serialization feel of the Indiana Jones movies because that's what they were based on. They were based off of the old classic serialized shows that George Lucas and Steven Spielberg grew up watching. This unfortunately felt like something a little bit more modern, almost like I was watching a Pirates of the Caribbean or maybe later iterations of The Mummy. Without going into spoilers, some of the story and creative choices that they made were kind of confusing and not confusing as in I didn't understand it, confusing as to why did they decide to go this route? Out, you know, throughout it all. The Indiana Jones that we got was very different. And yeah, he's older, but it also felt sad and depressing in many moments. The addition of Phoebe Waller-Bridge was interesting, and I do applaud her for her performance here, especially seeing her do something that we who have seen her in the past know that she hasn't done at all before, and that's really becoming like this action star, you know, doing stuff alongside Indiana Jones, which is great and all, but at the same time, it also didn't feel like it fit. And the character in herself, I just didn't really enjoy and like so much. Plus the British English humor that was used along with her character also 
unfortunately didn't feel like it fit in Indiana Jones. I'm not here to say that um, Indiana Jones is supposed to be an American story and all that, but it just felt off, especially for someone who is not a huge fan of like that dry British humor. Unfortunately, we got a lot of that in here. I enjoyed seeing Mads Mikkelsen playing the main villain role in this movie and i thought he did an amazing job that being said unfortunately some of the stuff that he's done and his kind of like cronies that and hired hitmen around him and hired guns were very two-dimensional and to a certain point it did harken back to the older indiana jones films but i guess at this point i i'm hoping for more character and more personalities within the villains that i see on the screen indiana jones has been through so much now at this point of his life. So I kind of hope and see that the people that he comes across later years in life are more in depth and more evolved as far as characters and people that they prove to be a bigger threat to Indy. But at times it just felt like they were like throwback throwaway kind of villains that we've already seen before. Now going back to the whole special effects and CG aspect, I mean, you've seen it in the trailer set. They did a lot of kind of de-aging or deep faking. It's kind of interesting to see like what kind of technology they used here to kind of show you like a younger version of Indiana Jones. I thought at certain points that looked pretty fascinating. I was like, oh wow, yeah, look at that. That looks like Indy from back in the 30s. However, the more they showed it on screen and the longer it progressed, and prolonged, the more it looked really bad and the more it looked terrible. And I wasn't expecting to see that much of it in the movie. And after a while, it kind of just lost its charm. And I was like, all right, this looks pretty bad. Plus the fact that they used current Harrison Ford voice to do the dialogue of this younger version of Indy and it didn't match well at all. It's like hearing James Earl Jones doing the Darth Vader voice now on top of a Hayden Christensen portrayal of Anakin, Darth Vader. It just, it doesn't correlate because this is supposed to be a younger version of that. It doesn't have to sound old, old and gruffy and, you know, kind of just tired. So unfortunately, what proved to be a pretty significant part of the movie just fell completely flat for me. Plus, what's the deal with the whole kid thing? Look, I love Short Round. I mean, I think Kihi Kwan's portrayal of Short Round in Temple of Doom was great. And But I don't think we need to incorporate kids into like these type of films or stories so much so. We've seen it in The Mandalorian. We've seen it with other iterations and all that stuff like that. And now we, it feels like they're just trying to recreate something that is not meant to be recreated sort of speak. Plus, most of the time I found this kid to be kind of annoying and uh, some of the things that this kid was able to do was also just like, how is this kid able to do all that stuff? Now, don't get me wrong. I get it. Indiana Jones is not meant to be so accurate. There's some fantastical things that, that we've seen Indiana Jones go through and that's perfectly fine. But it gets to a certain level. It's like, all right, now you're just throwing things out there and you're just making things convenient for the plot. And it gets to the point where, look, audiences are much smarter these days. At least I think they are. And I don't think this type of stuff will fly that much anymore. But what's most confusing of it all is just my feeling and my reaction watching the movie all throughout. I wasn't mad. I wasn't sad. I wasn't disappointed. But at the same time, I wasn't overly excited. I wasn't thrilled. I wasn't on the edge of my seat. There were moments where I chuckled and laughed at certain things that I saw. 
And then for the rest of the time, I was just there watching a movie with maybe no emotions at times. And maybe in my head, just asking a lot of questions. And when it was all said and done, I felt bland. And I felt not lost, but really confused. And I remember feeling that same way with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. But the reason behind that is because I felt like I was watching two different movies in one. With this one, I was watching one movie, but not really knowing or understanding why they decided to do the things they decided to do. And again, a lot of the, what I'm saying probably won't make any sense unless I really dive more into the details and intricacies of the plot and revealing a lot of spoilers. I'm not going to go that way. However, when it came to the end of this movie and how they decided to end the movie, left me questioning and wondering what did they mean to do there and why did they decide to do that was it left open kinda was it a good closeout in a way did the movie end and it made me as an audience member and fan of indiana jones wanting more not at this point yeah so i don't know what to say i mean it's just one of those times where maybe time will tell maybe this will be a movie that i will revisit maybe i'll re-watch it again in a week or two to see if maybe my feelings have changed after mulling it over for a bit or lowering and you know taming my expectations a bit but as of right now on Letterboxd I gave it a three out of five stars and the only reason why I got three to be honest with you is because it's an Indiana Jones movie I think it was if it was any other movie it easily would have been two stars and I know this is gonna sound crazy and all but I have re-watched Kingdom of the Crystal Skull recently several times and I feel like as, as the time has passed, I realized more so what they were trying to do with that movie. And I actually really appreciate that movie more than I did when I saw it for the first time in the theater. Will I feel the same way with The Doll of Destiny? Only time will tell. But as of right now, call me crazy, but I feel like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull may be a better movie than this one. But that's just my opinion and that's just how I feel about it. Of course, at the end of the day, that doesn't always matter. What matters most is what all of you out there think. Is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny a movie that you're looking forward to watching in the theaters this week or in the upcoming weeks? Or have you seen it already? Let me know all your thoughts about that in the comments below. And if you've seen it already, what were your thoughts and feelings about the movie? And does it resonate with what I'm saying? Or am I just crazy? Feel free to let me know all about that stuff in the comments below as well. And while you're at it, and if you've made it all all the way through to the end of this video why don't you tell me what your favorite indiana jones movie is and why is that but yeah those are my thoughts on indiana jones and a dollar destiny and of course i thank you for tuning in and watching if you are brand new to this channel and you want to see more of this type of content all you have to do is hit that like button don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified every time a new video is posted if you're interested in supporting the channel then why don't you visit the low-key geek channel on your podcast platform of choice if podcast are your thing where you could hear audio versions of what we do here but but most importantly you'll find the movie time movie review podcast show that i do with my buddy blake and the talking talk pop culture news of the moment show that you could find and download for your listening pleasure last but not least again if you are very generous and you want to support this channel even more so check out the affiliates that we have listed in the description of the video many options available for you and by participating you'll be helping support this channel at no additional cost to you. We got certain discounts and maybe certain companies that you weren't familiar with. So check them out. And if there's anything that interests you more, let me know and I can see what I can do to kind of team up with the proper partnerships to provide great deals for the audience here. And I'm always appreciative of all the support that you can throw my way. All right, all that out of the way, I'm going to head on out for now. So thank you again for watching. Stay cool, stay classy, stay safe. 
I will catch you all in the next one. All right, peace out, y'all.